I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Spin FM. What's up, y'all? Jonathan Rollins. Skip Musara. Two Americans living in Sweden talking about football. Oh, shit. Yes, week two is in the books. <laughs> yes, it is. This is the recap episode. Uh, for my squad, I have to say... What you and got for your squad? For my squad... You lose. <laughs> Again. A div- and both of us had division losses. Yeah. So that hurts even more. Yeah. Uh, but I think mine, uh, that's in the last three games... Miami has uh, played Buffalo twice and uh, got blown out about 30-plus in each game. I, so they have our number. Apparently. Or, or they're, they're built to beat the shit out of the Dolphins, and the Dolphins are not built to beat Buffalo. Uh, maybe they were trying to build themselves to beat New England, and that's not the threat anymore. Looks like uh, Buffalo's got that division. <sighs> yeah. Then you look at the Jets and uh, – well, this is not a Dolphins podcast, but right. uh, I we'll had get a into sad it. Sunday. How was your Sunday? You know, I went into Sunday expecting to lose. Mm-hmm. Uh, so me too. I, 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 I didn't have any real. I didn't go into Sunday with any real hope or expectations. Uh, uh, so I was, I was good. I, I was, you know. My problem is, and uh, I think the NFL should look at this: is that in games like that, I think they shouldn't like it starts zero to zero, and it gives you hope. Right, <laughs> that's yeah. the fucked up part. If you know, if they know the team is head and shoulders above the other team, just let let the team start out with ten points, and then you're just like, ah, we're gonna lose anyway. You know, they do <laughs> they do that in. Um, I played soccer here in in Sweden for for a while, mm-hmm. and they have a tournament called I think it's called the Swedish Cup. Okay, where you will they draw up all these different club teams to play against one another, and theoretically. It's very possible that you could be playing a team that's in a higher division than you are. Okay. Right? So if you're yeah, yeah. in Division 6 and you play a team that's in Division 4, because they're two divisions higher than you, you start the game with two penalty shots. What? Yeah. That's how it works. I don't know if it still works that way. That's some sweet. That's the most sweetest shit I heard all day, man. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Come it's on, true. man. These teams playing each other. You thought they should play each other, then... Uh... They just start out zero zero, and it's then pretty weird. Step experience. the game up. Wow. Yeah. Did they ever uh, lose with two free penalty shots? Oh yeah, yeah. I was involved in a game where we <laughs> lost. We had three penalty. Well, we missed one, three. scored two. Oh, they scored and two, then, and then they just beat that. And ass. they beat us three to two. Damn. They were just that much better. Oh <laughs> shit! Not yeah. good. Oh. That's how it goes. Um, yeah, flip them and pick them. Oh yeah, how was that? How it was, was a that? much more even affair okay. this week. All right, um, we need a drum roll sound effect. <laughs> Flip and pick on week two, eight to eight. Eight to eight. Wow, really? Even. Dead on even. Wow, 
that means uh, okay, we're that means we were doing our thing. Like we were picking pretty well in my uh, pigskin pick them. Uh, I'm in second place, by the way. Just throwing it out there. Nice. I'm right on your heels, uh, Yuhan. I, I believe that's his name. Uh, this dude's kicking ass, man. Mm. The uh, dog Muskins picks. I might just pick his picks if he's not good. Because <laughs> you can see other people's picks. He's only got nine wrong all year. I've only got ten wrong all year. So he kind of had an off week. Because the first week he only missed four games. Well, this week he only missed five. And I'm 22 and 10. I got 13 wrong. But shout out to my son, Isak. He's in third place. Yeah. What's his record? Uh, 21 and 11. That's my boy. So uh, if you guys want to join the Pigskin Pick'em, you'll be behind now. But, you know, you could join. The NFL is our group name. Mm. Uh, and we got uh, we got 30 people in the league. So It's pretty fun. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, on to the actual games. Yeah. I guess. Because uh, I don't. Yeah, we can go through our, our lot. <clears throat> who picked what and. I won. Uh, I won the coin toss, mm-hmm. and I picked the Washington football team to beat the New York Giants. Yeah, which happened. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting game. You know, no Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, Taylor yeah. Taylor Heineke comes in, has a bit of a rough start, gets sacked pretty early. He's that fun backup. Like in sp- <laughs> when he comes in, to, to everybody's like, "Oh wow, we got something!" And then you know he he kind actually you know, oddly enough, I think he's basically just a younger version of Fitzpatrick. <laughs> I saw that on you, Twitter. Somebody said that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you 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 can probably like with some sort of uh, reasonable amount of logic expect him to have a similar type of performance. A little up, little down, little what, little yeah. yes, little wow, it, it, wow, yeah. what yeah. what was that? Uh, that kind of thing. Uh, I mean, look, I, this game for me started out what was a conversation that you could have had throughout the entire Sunday slate was this whole roughing the passer bullshit. Oh my gosh! What the fuck? The roughing. I want to. I mean, the roughing this <clears throat> is was horrible. Yeah, this, uh, like it, it games. I have no. I don't care about a lot of the games. I'm just watching just because I love football. And and to you know be as informative as possible for this podcast, and I'm just like bothered by a lot of the referee, and it seems like they are impacting the game a little too much right now. It's a rough start for a the little referees. too much right now. And maybe we're like you know the this old early. old men shaking our fists at the clouds, but <laughs> no, it, I don't it, think it, so. It bugs me a little bit that what used to be considered a great football play is now a fucking penalty. And 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 I just think it, there's so many. We're, we're gonna get into this a little further. I was gonna say, as we that's go one along. thing, but this taunting thing. We're gonna it get affected into like that. four uh, games. <clears throat> it was so stupid. The Seattle one is the worst call so far this year. Yes. Like, are they supposed to be robots? I, I have you seen it, a white player call for that shit yet? I'm not really sure. I have not. I'm just throwing it out. I'm there. not really sure. I've, I've seen somebody get demonstrative after they did a big play. That yeah. was white. I just haven't seen the penalty yet. Yeah. Uh, I think they should do away. And I'm not saying I want white people to get it. I'm just saying that. <laughs> I'm saying the rule seems like another thing for these owners that they, these old rich owners that want to control these mostly minority bodies and how they're acting. And they're acting. It's time to teach these uppity Negroes a lesson. <laughs> exactly. It's basically That's what, what they it should is. call the rule. Uh, whoop, 15 yards. For being an uppity, uppity Negro. Negro. <laughs> Am I right? I mean, that is... Negro, 15 yards. But doesn't it feel like that? <laughs> yes, it definitely feels like I really like feel that. like that's what yes. it is. 
I'm very annoyed. I'm sorry. I know we we're probably going to talk about that later. Yeah. But uh, we can still. <laughs> But anyway, ahead, we can we can sort of speed through this game. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Heineke he threw a pick, but he also went thirty four for forty six through three hundred thirty six yards, two touchdowns. Daniel, uh, Daniel Jones is a run, is Cam Newton light. <laughs> I mean, Daniel Jones. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Honestly, I mean, again, oh, that was actually one of my fa- like, you know, the Giants. You you get you get a you get a pick on the on you know the 25 yard line late in the fourth quarter down by 3 and they still can't manage to win this game of course you know they would have liked to put seven points on the board but they kick a field goal to take the lead heineke gets the ball drives down the field and then they get the game winning field goal both kickers had been perfect all day yeah uh but this time you know you had what's his name dustin hopkins he he misses this 48 yard attempt Right, but yeah. no, wait, what? No, oh, oh shit, the Giants—they're offside. What, bro? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Like you had the game in the bag, that was, and you uh, go offside yeah. and give him a second chance to give him, you know, to kick a four. And now it's a forty-three yarder instead of forty-eight yarder. Ton of penalties in this game, yeah. which was true. Again, I some of them are real. The Chase Young one. <clears throat> some of them, I mean, but I mean oh, throughout the entire yeah. Sunday. Yeah, like, I, wrote, I wrote it the, down. The yeah. narrative of this game is so. You could you could say the same thing about a lot of these games. Eleven penalties for eighty-one yards. The Giants had. Is that what I was gonna look that up? And there was one. It. I think the in the Cowboys game. I think. Oh yeah, that was. I forget. Bad. It was another, something similar, but like even more. It was like ten penalties for a hundred yards. Like there were so many games where there were where penalties were basically changing the face yeah. of the game. This one was very <laughs> evident. Uh, not so it wasn't just the refs, but it was like right. the Giants looked like an undisciplined team. And and for that you can only point to coaching. Yeah, and, and there were there was the last play was the one where it all culminated with yep. But, like, are you gonna block it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Montez Sweat and Chase Young. I mean, these guys. What, what I mean, how do you defend? They how, did, how do you though. deal with this? They did. They they could have. I won know, the but game. you get one and you can't get the other. That's the problem. Okay, I get. You know that. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but I would I like to the... propose that we call them Young and Sweaty. <laughs> I, th- I like it. Uh, I think that they we got to pump the brakes on this Washington stellar defense thing. Yeah, they, I think they're come, actually they have sort of taken a little bit of a step back. I, I think uh, we need to factor in the fact that they are in the NFC East, so they yes. play six games against absolutely these teams that aren't that good, and that can boost their stats a little bit. I'm starting to th- I'm wonder is. Is are they really an elite defense like we thought when we came into the year? Like they still gave up was it twenty nine points, right? You know what I'm saying? Twenty nine. They points. are who we thought they were. <laughs> is that what you think? I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I thought because I thought they were a top five defense in the league, and then I've seen them play two games this year, and it's like, well, I think a lot of people maybe gave them more credit, especially because last year when they went to the playoffs, they nearly yeah, yeah you know they, they nearly been. beat the Bucks and yeah. they had a guy. You know what I mean? So it was like that was their their big chance to prove that they were a top yeah. five defense. And so we'll see. But I agree with you. I think they've taken a step back. Yeah. But the team that I think should be in full panic mode is the New York Giants. Oh, yeah. Um, but they should have started the season in full panic mode. I mean, the Ravens asking Lamar to wear the cape is one thing. I don't think it's the best strategy, but at least he's good at it. I can see them still winning double-digit amount Daniel of games. But, but but the Giants, in week two weeks in a row, you have Daniel Jones is, again, your leading rusher. Yeah. When you have Saquon Barkley. Saquon is getting back, though. He's, you can see he's coming back. He's not all the way back yet. I, I understand that, but 
honestly. Yeah. What the fuck? I, I wouldn't try to run Saquon into the ground just yet. No. I would wait. They, they say the second year is when you bounce back for real from ACL. So I would. Uh, That's a good point. I would. I would take it easy on him before you have him hurt his other ACL. Yeah, I'm still bouncing back, and it's been I don't know seven years. <laughs> so we'll see. I tore mine in 02, 01. I, I think. Yeah, I tore mine in 01. I think next year is probably my year. It'll be my <laughs> Finally, big, my big change break. my diet. My yeah, I'm in the best break. shape of my life. It's gonna be my big breakout year. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, oh yeah, one last thing. Yes. Uh, Jason Garrett is the offensive coordinator for the Giants, and. <laughs> Not surprised at the way they look. Mm. They did put up some some points, but uh, not so. They were given short field. To there were some Heineke. interesting moments of this game. Uh, what's his name? Like Who's their new look. receiver? Kenny Galladay. Yeah, he appears to be quite angry due to the fact oh, yeah. that he's not getting a lot of targets. Yeah, he was yelling. There were and images Jones. of him yelling at, yeah. at each other on the sidelines. Yeah, it's passion. It's passion. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Um, uh, what's the next game? Moving on, you picked the Bears to beat the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Uh, and thanks to Joe Burrow's uh, multiple interception day. That was the theme, young quarterbacks. Oh, my God. How many interceptions? That would be interesting to count up how many interceptions happened. By, by quarterbacks three years and under? Because mm. all these teams, they're just going all in every year and getting a quarterback early. And I don't know what young quarterback looked good. I mean the Bears, uh, the Bengals did make this interesting quite late in the game. Yeah. Uh, but I have to say, maybe the first shout out of the year to the Bears defense, who really yeah. kind of showed up with four sacks, Zach, uh, Zach Taylor, at least nine <laughs> quarterback hits. The Bengals O line yeah. continued to put Joe Burrow in harm's way. Uh, Burrow had another beauty to Jamar Chase, which was a lovely long touchdown pass. Uh, but the Bears' secondary held this connection to only two receptions. It was only one. They only had two receptions all day, Burrow to Jamar Chase. Chase. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Zach Taylor. <clears throat> yeah. We finally got to see the beginning of the Justin Fields experience, which I have to say was a little, eh, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. It wasn't quite why, yeah. as explosive as a lot of people had thought it would be. It's not going to be, man. And if you look at the rest of the league, that should tell you, man. Yeah, we're jumping the gun on all of this stuff. These quarterbacks need to sit and learn. I think he's gonna. Well, first of all, he especially the Bears' offensive line is trash. Oh, for sure. He came in for Dalton, who suffered a knee injury, uh, and then he fumbled the ball almost immediately. Um, Damn. He went six for thirteen, sixty yards, and a pick. He did, however, play a lot better than the stats suggest. Mm-hmm. There was one play. You know, I'd like sometimes a, a missed play that everybody forgets. Mm-hmm. Would have just like yeah. had it gone the other way. He had this beautiful. He just dropped a dime right into Allen Robinson's hands in the end zone, like sort of falling into the end zone, and yeah. it went right through uh, the basket. I saw that. If Allen Robinson had caught that pass, I think we'd have a, we'd be having a very different conversation about Justin Fields today. But the important thing is the team saw that, and they're going to look at the tape and yeah. they're going to see it. And it's, it's, I thought it was really funny how they kept saying like. Well, you know, the report is that we're seeing things in practice from Justin Fields where he just looks really special, <laughs> you know. And it's like, oh, come on! Guys. It's the like, the the need for a narrative is ruining exactly. the experience of football. Yeah. <laughs> the real star of this game was my man, former Bulldog Roquan Smith, with a fourth quarter fifty-three yard pick six. Mm. Without that play, I think the Bears are zero and two right now. We need a a, a hot seat meter. 
Mm. Nagy. Yeah. Where's Where's he at? Is it still warm? Is it Is it boiling? Is what? it uh, molten lava? Boiling water? Or is it refrigerated? <laughs> I'm gonna say that it's still. What, what were the oh, options? No, there's room. There's refrigerator. So, right. Freezer. No, it's freezer. Refrigerator. Room temperature. Yep. Then we got uh, boiling water. Or should we say stovetop? Like yeah, stovetop simmering. Stovetop is more simmering. like just regular hot yeah, seat. Yeah, yeah. Simmering, stovetop, boiling, then boiling, and then molten lava, yeah. volcano. I'm gonna say at the moment he's like stovetop simmering. Okay, I'm with because you. I think that like okay, here's the thing: if he if he lets um, Justin Fields stay in, the the real question will be: what does he do when Andy Dalton gets healthy? Right, mm-hmm. and depending on the circumstances of that moment, he could go from simmering to boiling very quickly. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think, but I think the like if they do to him like what the Eagles did to Jalen Hurts last year, mm. when it was like, okay, fine, Jalen Hurts was wasn't great, but he was showing a lot of promise and certainly good enough to justify like, hey, we we drafted this guy. He yeah. is technically our our quarterback of the future. The best way to learn is by experience. So let's just leave him in there and let him develop. Right. Right. Or do we bring in our security to do that? Or do we bring in our bridge quarterback because we promised him he was going to play this year? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> <laughs> it depends on which one is better. If yes. Justin Fields is not looking better, it doesn't give you the best chance to win, then you don't play him. That's right. the, and that's the hard thing to do when you're still looking over your shoulder and worrying about your job as the coach. I feel like Zach Taylor's seat yeah, keeps flipping back and forth. It's like I think he might be room temperature. I think so, too. But for me, I think he's simmering. <laughs> Stovetop simmering. But I think the team has him room temperature. Yeah. Well, Joe Burrow certainly didn't help him. Uh, <laughs> nah. He threw what was that stat they said in the game? He had thrown a hundred and ninety nine straight, the longest streak of receptions uh, without any picks, and then he threw three, three picks in a row. Three in a row. <laughs> three passes intercepted in a row. The last one, the lineman was like, "Give me that." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Give me that. Rough day. Yeah, rough day for Joe Burrow. Uh, rough day for all the young quarterbacks. Uh, um, next, next up, I. Uh, picked the Browns to beat the Texans, and they did, 31-21. to 21. I told you that they were going to cover that. Yep. My man Nick Chubb had another stellar performance, rushing mm. for nearly 100 yards and a TD. Yeah. There were a lot of turnovers in this game. Yeah, man. I, honestly, it could have gone either way. Uh, the Browns were also without Jarvis Landry for most of the game due to a knee injury. Mm. Baker Mayfield got popped yeah, pretty good on a that. sack. He managed to stay in the game. Uh, but we did get to see a little Case Keenum for a couple of snaps. <laughs> <laughs> that was interesting. Shout out to Case Keenum. Yeah, Case Keenum. I was kind of forgot where he was actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not a great game for Baker Mayfield. Nah. Um, this is a performance uh, against a against a better team. I think would have resulted in a loss for the Browns. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Chubb and and Hunt really deserve most of the credit on this one. All that matters. You. Win. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. The W in the column and then look at the tape and figure it out the next I, week. I'm a little worried about the Browns uh wide receiver situation at the moment because mm. if you if Landry's out, yeah. OBJ is still I don't know what's going on there. Hmm. Uh, no Tyrod Taylor looks good early. 
Like someone forgot to tell him that the Texans are supposed to be the easy win. You know what I mean? Yeah, he was out there doing his thing. Uh, unfortunately for him, he left the game early with a hamstring, which brought in Davis Mills. Never heard of Never him. Never heard of this dude. Never heard of him. That might have... Um, oh, no, which, you know, my, my, my initial reaction when this happened was like, okay, here we go. We talked about this. Tyrod Taylor's down. Mills is in. I mean, what's happening week three? Do you dress Deshaun Watson? What like mm. this is the scenario that yeah. I was talking about a few weeks ago. I have since read uh, that they do not intend to activate Deshaun Watson, but I don't know what they're going to do if Dave's, Davis Mills, yeah, what gets, if Mills hurt. gets hurt. Yeah. So I have no idea. Maybe they have some other fucking tomato can in the practice squad that um, can throw in there. It, say uh, you're Tyrod Tyra Taylor, right? And mm. you're laying on the table, and then the doctor's like, "I'll be back. I got to get." It. <laughs> Got to get a needle. He's like, no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. I will carry my own leg. <laughs> my hamstring will heal on its own. Do not touch me. I needle. would rather die. <laughs> Kill me right Do now. Do you have a gun? Do you have a gun? <laughs> Unbelievable. That's a great point. All right. Uh, yeah, moving on. Rams, Colts. Who picked this game? I did. You picked the Rams, Rams to beat the Colts. the Colts. I did not know it was going to be this close. 27 to 24. The Rams take this one. Okay. Um, You know, uh, what are you supposed to say about this game? I mean, you could say shout out to the Colts defense for keeping yeah. this one close. Matt Stafford looks like the happiest man in the NFL. Honestly, yeah. It, at the moment, there appears to be absolutely no answer for Matthew Stafford. To it's like Cooper him Cup and connection. who's happier, him or McVay? <laughs> I know. McVay's like, oh my God, I can open my offense up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he only threw for 278 yards, which is, which is less than you would expect from Matthew Stafford. But 163 of them went to Cooper Cup. <laughs> yeah. Right? He was balling. Two TD catches. The uh, Rams D was also doing their thing. Three sacks, 11 quarterback hits, which eventually led them to running Carson Wentz out of the game yeah. with, an, with what I thought was an ankle injury, but apparently he twisted both ankles. I read that this morning. In comes Jacob Eason, right, who we heard you know, during the last week of uh, preseason – like, hey, this kid's pretty good. You know, back when, <laughs> back when, uh, back when Carson went, when they didn't know yeah. if he was going to be out five weeks or eight yeah. weeks, yeah. right? Because of the broken foot, and they're like, hey, this Jacob Easton guy is the real deal. Yeah, he comes in first play of the game, he throws a pick. <laughs> uh, so there's your real deal. Um, I like how these defenses look, man. Yeah, I'll say this like about the Colts. Around. I am a little concerned about them. Last year, the Colts had this like legit run game with Jonathan Taylor and yeah. Naheem Hines. They were a proper two-headed monster, Yeah, right? May, I don't know if it's the Carson Wentz experience and wanting to get him like in some kind of rhythm or maybe it's something else. I have no idea. Yeah. But I think the Colts need to go back to establishing their run game and yeah. spreading it around a little Teams more. Because right be now pretty. I feel like they're trying to turn Jonathan Taylor into the cowbell. Mm. Like, just give it to him. Just give yeah. it to him. Just give it to him. And it's like last year – their run game was so much more difficult to defend against because if you had both of those guys in the backfield, you yeah. didn't know which one yeah. they were going to give it to. And both of those guys are kind of different. And you have Wentz, who's mobile. He's more mobile than people think. Yeah. And uh, if you have both of them and you got this run option and all of this stuff, they can um, they can do a lot of stuff. If you bring in one up here, he's the, you never know who's going to have the ball out of those three. I just feel like in this game, you had um, Hines barely touch the ball. They gave it to Jonathan Taylor 15 times. He only went for 50 yards. I just think it's getting a little predictable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, moving on, we have the okay. Well, we have to talk about this. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm okay. I'm okay. Who p- <laughs> I'm I hard. picked. I picked the Bills. Good job, man. To beat the Dolphins. You did the right thing. Uh, and they beat the fins off the Dolphins, <laughs> thirty-five to nothing. <laughs> uh, beat the fins off of us. I like that. Yeah, I'm gonna start saying that because the Dolphins came out. <laughs> That's what the offensive line was doing, just sucking. Yeah, I mean, I picked the Bills <laughs> when we did flip them and pick them, but I picked the Dolphins in the pigskin pick them because you I did. don't know. I did, and I, I just had this feeling that. No, nah, I knew better. That there was going to be an upset or or that it was at least going to be When a you wrote me, match. you text you texted me a few hours before the game and I was like, "Well, that sealed it." <laughs> when you jinxed the shit out of us. <laughs> totally. I I have this problem too that a lot of times when I decide not to pick the Falcons, like if I'm giving the opportunity to pick the Falcons, yeah. when I don't pick them, they usually win. Uh-huh. So, this is why I don't usually bet. <laughs> but I saw the um like at the beginning of the game, like the first like two plays, when I was like, "Oh, he doesn't have time to throw the ball." Oh, oh, he sacked again. Oh, oh, wow, there he goes. Not, not, I was like, "This is not yeah, going to be." Yeah, Tua didn't even make it out of the first quarter. Got nah. absolutely murdered by the Bills' defensive end. Yeah. Thankfully, it was a just rib injury. It's not a right. broken or anything. So. Bruised rib. He's day to day at the moment. Maybe he plays this weekend. Maybe he doesn't. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, but that brought in Jacoby Brissett. I thought he was going to be better, but it was the same uh, thing. Who did not have a good day. Uh, yeah, he threw a pick right away. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> it, it was. It, it's interesting to see like the drop-off between a starter and a backup. We saw that a few times this weekend. We did. Like uh, <laughs> With Brissette, it's like the ball just kind of floats just a little bit more. Floats a little bit more, and it gives the defense a chance to jump in. And it's just, uh, I mean, the, it's the, tough to watch. Dolphins' O-line was under siege yeah. all day. And a lot of uh, yeah, the fumbles, Twitter GMs. The Twitter GMs were going nuts. Oh God, I don't like. Why did they pick them? They should have fixed all the fire, Chris Greer. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck up. I mean, I don't know. Do do, we? Can we say that that the Bills we expected to see this year just showed up? I don't know if we can say that. No, I just think different styles. They say this in boxing: different styles make different fights. And because uh, it's not like Josh Allen had a f- no. great day, he w- and he was inaccurate. Yeah. He looked like a two years ago Josh Allen, exactly th- that he looked like on the first game of the, of the season. So I'm just, not seeing the Josh Allen MVP performance that we were nah. told was coming. Right. So I'm um, jury's still out on him on how his year is going to be, but their defense looks better than it did in the first week. Actually, their defense was good the first week. They lost on a block punt. You know? Exactly. So uh, if they hang their hats on that defense and if they run the ball more and stop trying to make Josh Allen the MVP and just follow their identity, they can go a really long way, man. Maybe this is just a, they're getting warmed up. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. But again, it's still week two. There were some interesting questions that popped up in the Facebook group and we started having a conversation before Sunday with somebody who posted something about underrated versus overrated teams and yeah. and when you can know and he, I think he suggested like doing a segment uh, and I said I think and I think you even suggested it last week because I asked you like when do you think oh, yeah, so we six, can know six, yeah. and you said week six and I think that would be a good idea to kind of check in again at week six. Let's do it yeah we'll make a note of that. Yeah. <clears throat> who turned out to be who we thought they were and who's surprising <laughs> us and 
I know the soundboard. They are what we thought they were. Yeah, a little quiet, a little quiet, a little quiet from soundboard. Yeah. Uh, moving on, the Patriots. That's a bold statement. I just wanted to use the soundboard. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the Patriots, huh? You picked? Did you pick? Uh, yeah, because you picked the Dolphins. Yep. I mean, uh, you picked the Dolphins right. game. You picked the Patriots to beat the Jets. What a surprise! Uh, okay, look, Mac Jones has arrived. No, he hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Man, but J.C. Jackson? Isn't his name J.C. Jackson, their, their corner? Or safety? Is oh, safety? yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah. the secondary, uh, yeah. he's, he's big, too. And he was all over the place. I'm, I'm Zach, uh, I just got word uh, that Zach Wilson just woke up from a nightmare of him. <laughs> just came in. <laughs> Hot off the press. <laughs> yeah. He was, man, he looked horrible. Yeah, he went 19 for 33. God, 210 it? yards passing, zero touchdowns, four sacks, four interceptions. Uh, Zach Wilson's mom posted <laughs> at least 10 DMs of people apologizing for all the Jets fans, booing her son throughout the game, uh, claiming that these people are not real Jets fans. I, however, would argue that based on the sound, which was literally created by the overwhelming majority of people in attendance, <laughs> that they are exactly what you expect from a real Jets fan. The ones, they are who we thought they were. Exactly. The ones who are nice enough to apologize for it, I would yeah. argue, are in the minority. They're Zach Wilson mom fans. Right. Uh, they're like, it's my quarterback. But yeah. sometimes your quarterback needs to get booed. Seriously, hey, it it is what it is. It's, you know what it's, I mean? it's the polarizing, uh, sure. uh, it's the polarizing uh, atmosphere of our country, where you feel everybody wants to be right all the time. They say their take, and then they hold fast to that take all the way to the grave. And it's like, uh, and it's happening with my team. Some people are two lovers, and some people yeah, are two ha- haters. And then Zach Wilson, they, they latch on, sure, but that doesn't make that doesn't mean that. If you like your team, you want your team to have the best on the field. Absolutely. But I would say that within the realm of sports, this is not a new phenomenon. Yeah, This exactly. is not yeah. like, oh, my God, people are suddenly booing people all the time. No, I mean, no, this of course happening. not. You know what I mean? So it's like, this is nothing. Yeah. This is not a big deal. I just thought it was funny that she posted so many. Yeah, uh, she, should, she should chill out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, given all the turnovers, Mac Jones didn't really have to do that much. No. Uh, he went 22 for 30, only 186 yards passing. Yeah. Um, Pat's uh, run game, they only had 101 total yards on the ground. That's what happens when you get a bunch of interceptions. Turnovers and field position, you know. Sounds like a bunch of Dolphins games last year. Mm-hmm. Defense gets you set up, and then you score the short touchdown, and you just go, get out of there with a W. Exactly. Uh, let's see. Moving on, I picked the 49ers to beat the Eagles. Yes, I was correct. 17 to 11. This was a terrible football game. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was, man. I really, honestly, I don't know what to say. It, it didn't get a lot of coverage on red zone because it was like seven to three forever. Yeah. Uh, Hurts get, looks all right, man. Sure. I guess you could say the punters had a really good day, <laughs> right? 49ers Mitch Wishnowski punted five times for almost 230 yards. Eagles punter Aaron Sipos. He punted four times. 68-yard punt on one of them, though, so that was pretty good. The punters own the day. Shout out to the punters. Yeah. Um, they don't get enough love. You know who I didn't give enough love to? Who's who that? I doubted all the way, said was the worst in their division? Tell me. Nick Sirianni. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know, man. He's turning out to be a bit of a surprise. 
I'm I'm a little pleasantly surprised by yeah. the fact that they're holding teams. I mean, they lost the game, but right. the Forty ers scored seventeen points. Mm-hmm. How much you guys score in the first game? Uh, pretty sure we scored six. So, yeah, maybe the Eagles' defense is doing all right. I think so, especially if you've been punting all day. A uh, lot of penalties in this game. Big one came late, which negated a turnover. Because when the Eagles got popped for a targeting call, that allowed the 49ers basically to ice the game. Mm. Um, it's kind of a shame that the Eagles didn't pull this one out. It, I, kind of like you said, it would have been a major statement game for them. And their yeah. defense deserves a lot of credit for slowing down this team. Yeah. Um, Man, the passing that? game never really got going, unfortunately. No, I'm, I'm mixing up Kittles and Kelsey. Uh, Devontae Smith was a non-factor. Jalen Rager didn't really do anything. Uh Quez Watkins, who I've never heard of, was their leading receiver. Damn. 117 yards, but only on two receptions. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hertz had 82 yards rushing, but Lamar Jackson, he ain't. No. Uh, not just yet, anyway. But he looks comfortable. He could be. He looked like he belonged. When I watched it, I was like, oh, he looks like... I think this Eagles D is probably legit. Yeah, man. Agreed. Uh, and I think they might be good enough... Sort of like what Washington did last year. Like, they might have a good enough defense to actually win this shitty division. I was going to say that, man. They're one and one. I think it's possible. They're one and one, and they got a. a, It looks like a real good defense. Not just a a, NFC East good defense. We'll see. Yep. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Next game, you picked the Steelers to beat the Raiders. And you yeah. were wrong. Uh, the Raiders won this game 26 to 17, right? I mean, honestly, if I'm Mike Tomlin, mm-hmm. and I know he doesn't care, uh, but I'm not sure I want my rapist quarterback, Ooh. who's literally held together with duct tape and deceit, to be throwing the ball 40 times a game. <laughs> duct tape and deceit. He's throwing the ball 40 times a game. Yeah. Right? He's the same animal we saw last year. Dink and Duck. He can't move. He's not mobile. He tried to be mobile at first. He man. did try. He, he never like rumbles. He doesn't run anymore. He rumbles. Exactly. <laughs> he never holds on to the ball for more than two seconds. I, I think I personally think that Big Ben is a liability mm. at this point. Let's check with Mike Tomlin. What do you think? We do not care. Oh, I know. Whoa, 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 I know. Whoa. I know he doesn't care. <laughs> uh, the Steelers' defense played as well as expected. Mm. With no Josh Jacobs in the backfield for the Raiders, Steelers basically neutralized the run game. Uh, but it kind of came at a cost. J.J. Watt left the game with a growing injury. I don't know what his status is oh, shit. for this week. So that could be problematic for them. Suddenly the guy who's worth every penny is sitting around with a heating pad on his crotch. You know what I mean? It was like... <laughs> worth every penny. Somebody, I think one of the announcers told a really dumb joke. It was like, oh, yeah, he's come up. He must be carrying all that money on that one side there. Oh, That's what... Con- I was like, oh, Jesus, come on. Stop it, bro. I'd be hating on a guy for getting paid. Um, I Honestly, I don't, I don't know how good the Steelers D is going to look uh, yeah, especially without him. Yeah. Um, and uh, cars up and down, man. Sometimes I'm like, wow. And sometimes I'm like, what? I agree with you. But I will say this. I think he deserves a lot of credit for being involved in what is a difficult game and like just kind of finding a way to win it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when when all the chips are down, you're at the end of the game. He just figured out a way to pull this one out. 
right? Yeah. And their defense was quite good as well. Um, yeah. I mean, they got to Roethlisberger to, all day. Two yeah. sacks, 10 QB hits, a lot of pressure. Waller had less of a day. Would I be? But that left Henry Ruggs wide open for a 113 yard touchdown pass. That was a beauty. Didn't we have? Or no, uh, it was 113 yards on the day, but he had that long 61 yard touchdown. Didn't we have, uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, Gruden as a hot seat candidate? Yeah, I said I know he's not going to get fired because he's got this deal, yeah, but I, concert, I said yeah. that I think, all things considered, he, his seat should be hot. And where we at now? Room temperature? I think he might be in the refrigerator. I think so, too. But, I mean, honestly, what do you wait? I mean, you're still waiting for – we've gotten used to John Gruden's Raiders kind of falling off a cliff midseason. Oh, good point. So yeah. I'm like – Oh, yeah, we got to see. As, as impressed as I am by the Raiders right now, yeah. and they're really fun to watch. Yes, they are. Uh, this is this kind of brings you around to that thing like we were talking about with uh, waiting till week six, yeah, to figure yeah, it out because exactly. it's like what you know what are you really gonna what's really going on here? Uh, but for now, it's fun. Raiders are fun. They're fun to watch. <laughs> um, Raiders fans would be like, "Fuck you, man." <laughs> they're fun to watch, and I would love to go to their stadium. Hell yeah! I mean, that looks like a fun ass. It looks like the uh, like it's it's from the movie Any Given Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> like the it the looks lighting. crazy. I like that the lighting is kind of dark. It's insane, like theater lighting. It's crazy. Uh, yeah. So moving on, what do we got next? We got uh, I picked the Saints to beat the Panthers. Uh, Panthers won handily. Seemed seemed like a logical choice at the time. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, the Panthers are the two and zero, right? Panthers are two and zero. They beat the Saints twenty six to seven. Mm. Um, mm. I'm not quite sure what else you can say other than it seems like the real Jameis Winston finally showed up, right? I think that once they get behind, like that's just, that's the lesson for the Saints, uh, for the coaching staff. Mm-hmm. If we get behind, this dude's gonna try to bring us back. His belief in himself is otherworldly. And he's going to start launching that ball, and and I think the passion is admirable, but the uh, the, he's got to dial it back. But it's hard to dial it back. You're down a bunch of points, and but I just think like okay, so last week when the Saints came out and just beat the doors off of the Packers, the the Mm. one part of his post game interview uh, that everybody was talking about Mm -hmm. was people were saying like, what was your which part of the game which play were you most proud of or which play did you blah, blah, blah. and he and he went on about the pass that he didn't throw oh okay he went on about the He's fact like, I'm that I'm saving he, them for next week I looked down <laughs> I looked downfield and I saw that my first guy was covered and then my other guy was covered and I decided to throw the ball away mm. you know and everyone was like oh the new Jameis Winston has arrived he's got LASIK surgery he's never going to throw an interception again I mean, come on! Yeah. This is the real guy. The, it, he shows it's one week, man. I, but I think it's—I think the real guy is—he's a great, great, great passing quarterback mm-hmm. who makes a lot of mistakes. It's Brett Favre, pretty much. Well, he—well, without the Super Bowls. I'm saying, I mean, the yeah. the style of quarter is a gunslinger. Sure. That because Brett Favre also had the interception record too. That's true. Uh, and you know, yeah. 
I remember they played the Bears one time, and Urlacher was like, "We're gonna have them break another." Or I think it was uh, what was the other guy who ran with Urlacher Briggs or whatever. Uh-huh. It was like, "We're gonna have them break another record today," because <laughs> yeah, they was off the interception record. Yeah, and they did it. So Winston yeah, he's, goes he's Favre. Winston goes eleven for twenty two, one hundred and eleven yeah, yards, 50%. no touchdowns, two very bad yeah. interceptions. He finished the game with a twenty one point four QB rating. God damn! This was an absolute dreadful performance. Uh, meanwhile, the Panthers have quietly gone two and zero. Watch out, Bucks! Tied for the division lead with the Bucks. Sam Darnold <laughs> had a pretty solid day. Uh, he no did way. throw Ain't an no interception. No way they win a division with that dude. He did throw an interception, uh, but he was twenty six for twenty eight, two touchdown passes. McCaffrey had seventy two yards on the ground, sixty five receiving. Uh, the Saints D looked, you know, kind of missing in action after having a really good performance in Week One. Um, and I would have to say, you got to credit the Panthers D. They look kind of for real. They had four sacks, uh, applying pressure all day. Man, what does this What's say about name? Green Bay's defense? Linebacker. What was his name? Hassan Riddick. Yeah. Reddick. Hassan Reddick. Yo, this dude. Uh, nobody had an answer for him. He no. was everywhere. Alvin Kamara had five yards, bro. Damn. Five. That's Sean Payton's probably stewing. So <laughs> Stewing. We'll see. I still, again, we're in week two. Yeah. Uh, I don't believe in the Panthers' offense, but but I'm starting to believe in their defense. All right. Next game. Next game. Uh, who picked this game? Where are we? Y- yeah. You picked the Broncos to beat the Jags. You were very much correct. 23 yeah. to 13. Wow. Um, I went into this one thinking, come on, Teddy B. <laughs> Great, we, you had a great week one. Yeah, don't come out here and stink it up. Don't be Winston and don't come out here and stink <laughs> it up against a very bad Jaguars team. Yeah, and he did not. He did not. He did not because Teddy, Teddy motherfucking two gloves. Teddy two gloves from went, Miramar, Florida. T- is he really from Miramar, Florida? Yeah. Wow. Pretty sure. Interesting. Yeah, they were uh, mad he didn't choose to go to the U. He went twenty six for thirty four, three hundred and twenty eight yards, two touchdown passes, and no. Interception. Shout out to Teddy. Trevor Lawrence, on the other hand, went 14 for 33, 118 <laughs> yards, one TD, but he added two more picks to his season total, which is at five, five picks, five picks Man, in two and games. He throws bad. Mm-hmm. He threw some bad ones today. Um, yeah. This is, uh, I mean, look, we all knew that the Jags would be bad. So there's no real surprise here. And we also know that great quarterbacks have had terrible rookie seasons, right? Peyton Manning comes to mind. He threw 28 interceptions in his rookie season. But Manning had something that I don't think Lawrence has, and that is an experienced NFL coach, right? Yeah. Because he had, at the time, Jim Mora, uh, who managed to take a a 3-13 and Colts team in 98. He turned them into a 13-3 and team the year after. Wow. I do not expect Urban Meyer to do that. No. Um, I'm not even the least bit convinced that Urban Meyer is going to stick around for this dumpster fire at all. Yeah, you heard of the USC opening? <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I know he doesn't like to lose. Uh, there's already reports in the that he's lost the, the locker room. Of course he did. Um, we called this shit before the year. Right. And there yeah. are other players who know him from, I don't remember his name, but there was an article that yeah. came out this week. It was a guy who played f- for him at Ohio State, who said, I know dudes in the locker room who are reaching out to me going, what the fuck is up with this guy, bro? You know him. And he's like, I'm not even the least bit surprised mm. that that the veterans are not warming up 
to to the his way of doing things. I gotta correct myself. I said he's from Miramar. He's straight up from Miami. Oh, sweet. He went to Miami Northwestern, one of the best high schools in the country. Even better. Yeah. Yeah, so who cares, really? Whether he sticks around for this dumpster fire is is pretty irrelevant, in my opinion, because uh, I just don't think he's a very good coach. Fuck that guy. Exactly. Um, okay. Now we're going to get hot with this. This is your pick, right? This was fun. The late window yes. got a little crazy. Yes. Uh, I picked the Cardinals to beat the Vikings, and they did, yeah. 34 to 33, but I mean... If anybody stayed up to watch this game, oh my God. strap the fuck in. This one was really fun. Uh, first off, I have to say shout out to the Vikings D, who played much, much better. Okay, Two hot seat coaches, too. Exactly. Kirk Cousins had a good game, too. Three touchdown passes. Mm-hmm. Dalvin Cook was good, 131 yards rushing. And they nearly pulled this one out. You like that? <laughs> you like that? Not so much, bro. But in typical Vikings fashion, (laughs) which they have done so many times before in the past, field goal kicker, chance to win the game, wide right. I mean. (laughs) I couldn't believe it. It was a makeable kick. Greg Joseph is a 37-yard, a chance for a 37-yard walk-off game-winning field goal. Four yards longer than the extra point. And he goes wide right. And did you see... Did you listen to the? I posted this on the Facebook group. I, I I had read about this and I looked it up. There's a YouTube clip of Vikings Radio calling this game. <laughs> I didn't see this. Oh my god, dude, it's so funny. He um, <clears throat> so they're showing you the actual kick, but they're instead of the the national broadcast that you're hearing, yeah. just the Vikings Radio guy. He he thought that he thought that Joseph made the kick. <laughs> He's like. And there's the snap. And there's the hole. The kick is up. And it's good. The Vikings. Oh, no, it's not good. Oh, no, you're kidding me. Like, it is so, it is so funny. And I feel so bad for any, like, actual Viking fans who happen to be driving down the highway. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, just yeah. Listening, listening to the game without being able to see the pictures and to have to suffer that, that. That heartbreak, loss. extra heartbreak. It, it, it was almost like he also missed the kick in a weird yeah. way. Oh my god, <laughs> it was it was painful, but hilarious. Oh, uh, this great. game was back and forth, but ultimately, <laughs> Baby Yoda, Kyler Murray, this guy is yes. really something yeah, special. special. Yeah. Uh, I was super far. He's the real MVP. He is the real MVP. I was so far behind in my fantasy team, but then this guy basically got me back into it. Mm. I still wound up losing things to Aaron Jones, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, anyway, he had two picks for sure. Great. Mm. But 400 yards passing, three TDs. Rondale Moore, who I've never heard of, yeah, was on the God. end of almost all of them. This guy was everywhere. Oh my God. AJ Green gets into the game with a yeah. touchdown. I was like, what? My, Dived in and shit. My man, former Bulldog. I love it. They targeted him uh, a lot this week, actually. Oh, nice. Cardinals are 2-0. Uh, I was going to say Cliff Kingsbury might actually need a sweater for his ass because his seat's probably getting a little cold. Yeah, man. What And Zimmer? Uh, Zimmer. Room temperature, I'd say. Yeah, sure. They're, they're 0-2, yeah, but they were I don't think you can put him in the boiling pot because his kicker missed a 37-yarder, uh, right? 
They didn't look. Uh, he didn't look out like classed at all. No, and the defense was like I said. The defense played. They much were better, better, but Murray is tough to. to I mean, play. in all honesty, they should have won this game. Yeah. I mean, they should. Cardinals should have lost. Yeah. Yeah. We'll uh, see what the, what the so, owners think. All right, uh, let's, let's yeah. go to the next game. Oh, God. Do we have to? <laughs> don't, don't Do we really have to go to this game? This okay. was closer than the score. Uh, yes, we're going to get to that. Uh, you picked the Bucks to beat the Falcons, and they did. 48-25, mm-hmm. to 25, yeah. as expected. Mm-hmm. Kyle Pitts, much better day. Um, you know, uh, Matt Ryan did throw for 300 yards. And according to Falcons' Instagram, Matty Stats has passed... Drew Brees and Eli Manning for the most passing yards <laughs> in the NFL by a player in his first 14 seasons. <laughs> How fucking yeah, 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 fuck you haters. Never mind that both of these dudes have won Super Bowls. Who cares about Super Bowls? Super Bowls are so stupid. I thought you all won this. Oh. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you must have gone to bed. Yes. No, it did not turn out well. It was late. I thought it was like, this is bad. Uh, <laughs> The Falcons did do their best to make this interesting in the second half, um, yeah. but I had had far too much bourbon at that point <laughs> to have any sense of hope, uh, which turned out to be the correct choice because Matty Stats, um, with the game on the line mm-hmm. and the Bucks in striking distance, uh, within striking distance of the Bucks, he throws he throws two pick sixes. Same guy. Uh, Same guy caught both of them. The yep. one got tipped up in the air. Yep. But yeah. Yep. Sorry, Matty Stats. Uh, the only thing I found interesting about the Falcons in this game was the way they used Cordell Patterson. Corderell. Corderell Patterson. Yeah. Weird running back wide receiver hybrid. He looks even bigger than he was. Too. Very fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. And even though he totally fucked up this, like he fumbled this snap when the Falcons yeah. were trying to do this weird wildcat wild yeah, trickery yeah. red zone thing. Yeah. Uh, the Falcons also had a really dumb fake punt attempt. That never made it past the snap. Mm. Like they were, it was fourth and short, and they were pretending to punt. And then they went into like, nope, we're going for it formation. And then they tried to get the Bucks to jump offside. Oh, uh, yeah. And yeah, it just fell it. apart. Yeah. yeah like it, the ball never even got snapped. It was so stupid. Did you see that fake punt? I mean, that, that punt in the Rams Colts game? <sighs> I don't think so. The guy shifts over. Oh, right. The, the and it last hit, line of defense, and yes. then it hits his arm. Oh, that was terrible. And then the Colts scored a touchdown off of yeah. that. So that's why that game looked even closer. Yeah. Imagine those people who didn't um, who bet the spread. Brady was Brady. Yeah, man. Consistent as ever. 24 for 36, 276 yards, five touchdown passes. Yeah, him and Gronk, that connection is sick, man. Brady to Gronk, Brady to Evans. We just didn't have an answer for it. Falcons D was actually the reason we got back into this game. Yeah. Uh, they played better. Yeah, they they gave the ball back to the offense exactly when it was when they needed to. Uh, but uh, then uh, and we really had. I mean, yeah, we and he was like, we want the ball back again, so I'll throw a pick six, <laughs> so that way you guys don't have to come back on the field, and then we'll just start this over. You know what? I want the ball back, so let me throw it to them and let them score, and then we get it back. Let the defense rest. And so that's respect. That's Matt Ryan respecting. His defense. Mm-hmm. It's fucked up, man. Sorry. Sorry about your team. It, it is what it is. I think we have a couple of winnable games coming up soon. I think yeah, we play do. the Giants you play next the Jets. week. You play the Jets when you get to uh, London. 
Oh, I bought my plane tickets to London, by the way. I did too, man. And we don't have to take the test, so yes, that's I good. Yes, I saw that, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, you told me. Let's go. Let's yeah, let's keep game. going. Yeah. Uh, Cowboys, Chargers. Cowboys won 22-17. Yeah, we both said they would win. I won, yeah, I picked the Cowboys. Um, yeah. Cowboys had a rough re- week coming into the game. They had a lot of injuries and stuff, but, but you know. You just knew it, right? It's just a feeling. I don't know what it was. I felt like the Cowboys are going to pull this out. Uh, I felt like the Chargers, it feels like they're kind of like, I don't know, man. I like Herbert still. Uh, This is one of those games that we kind of expected to be a bit of a barn burner. Yeah. But it turned into a nail biter. Yeah. Uh, Dallas' defense played better. The O-line made the running game possible. So Dak had a better day. Tony Pollard had a really good day. Zeke looked good out there, too. Yeah, Zeke looked good. Um, Herbert to Keenan Allen and Mike Williams was a threat all day. Yes, um, Mike Williams is so fucking big. Yeah, exactly. He plays big too. Oof. Um, Herbert, man. But this is one of those games. There was like there were a ton of um, penalties in this game. Yeah, and there were some. There were some. Yeah, man. They were. They have the refs have too much of a of some control in these games. I think uh, what's his name the the tight end for the Chargers Cook. Yeah. He got a taunting penalty for spinning the ball too close to the defender. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. They got to chill on this shit. In the end, field goal was the only thing that really mattered. Greg, Greg the leg Zerline, 56-yarder oh uh, with zeros on the clock to <laughs> win the, the game. Legs. Greg the leg. <laughs> Greg the leg. Uh, this, was a, this was a pretty fun game, too. Yeah, it was interesting. Um, the next game, though. Oh, my God. This game was so much fun to stay up and watch. Uh, who picked this? Uh, you, you picked the Seahawks to beat the Titans, <laughs> and you were wrong, son. Uh, Titans you lose thirty-three, Seahawks thirty. Uh, th- this started out looking like it was going to be a long day yeah. for the Titans. Tannehill's getting his ass whooped. Mm-hmm. I thought the Dolphins' offensive line had flown over. <laughs> <laughs> to, to to block for Tannehill like did the good miss, old days. Did you miss us? <laughs> uh, this, he looked man. He looked like the Tannehill that everybody hated. Man, yeah. Where he's holding the ball a little too long, and then he's he's trying hard. He can move a little bit, and then somebody knocks the ball loose. It was just like man, yeah. But then they. I was worried around. about them because you know they they didn't look good in week one. Yeah. Uh, so you thought they might be gripping it a little too tight in week two. Yeah. Russell Wilson to Tyler Lockett was just oh lethal God. again. And people were wide open. Uh, yeah. Sometimes just wide open yeah. Seahawks. Down. It's like, what is what are the Chargers doing? The backfield. And, I mean, the uh, defensive backs. Yeah, in Seattle's defense, not only did they get to Tannehill, but they, they held Derrick Henry to like very minimal yardage in the first half. But he started like at the end of the first half. That's what he does. He man. started to show sign like, oh, oh, there's an eight yard gain. Or like, mm-hmm. oh, there's a se- okay. And then in the second half, yeah. this fucking guy yeah. comes out. And how did he finish? He finished do you- he had thirty five carries. <laughs> thirty five carries That's by the end had. of the game. They were like, Oh, we don't l- let uh, Tannehill win the game for us. <laughs> so, 35 sorry. carries. He finished with 182 yards on God the ground. F- damn. 55 yards receiving. God. He broke out with this beautiful 60-yard touchdown run, stiff-armed his way into yeah. the end zone. Uh, you know, 
A.J. Brown didn't do that much, but Julio Jones showed out like a motherfucker in week two. Six catches, 128 yards, and some very, very beautiful catches. He got totally robbed of a touchdown. Bullshit video replay. I don't know why. I saw it. Which one was this? He catches it in the back of the end zone. The right foot is clearly clearly in. I remember that. And the left toe comes down. Right. And and even though they said the heel, but you saw it from every angle you saw, I could see green grass in between his shoe and the white end zone out of bounds line. I was like, what? And the announcers were like, I don't know. They must be looking at something that we're not seeing because I don't understand why they're calling this back. I don't know, Skiff. When it comes to Julio Jones, I think you're a little biased and you just... Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's true. I love the guy. Um, I don't know, man. Tennessee's defense showed up at the right time. Yeah. Uh, This game goes into overtime. Um, And, and, you know, Tennessee won the coin toss, but didn't didn't really get that far. Uh, And then they gave the ball back to the Seahawks, and you're thinking like, oh, fuck, he's going to do another one of these throws to lock it. But they, the Seahawks, uh, Tennessee's defense forced them to a three and out. Oh, I said um, Chargers. I was, yeah, we're talking. Yeah, I was saying the Chargers um, defense, but I meant the Tennessee defense. And and another bad call in this game. This game should have ended on a walk off safety. I wasn't thinking about that. I was thinking about there was a third down where he threw the ball. Tannehill throws it deep. The mm. Seattle defender bats it down. They're going to have to punt, and they called. Taunting. Oh, that was stupid too. And then they got yes. the first down and fifteen yard. Like that, that was very dumb. Come on, that was really that's, dumb. that's taking the game exactly. You're that's a game changing play. That's huge. I was like brought come to you on. by the referee. Yeah, that was some. Bullshit. That was bullshit. That was that might have been the worst call of the day. I agree with you. But the uh, the thing with the a safety, his entire body has to be behind in the end zone. I just feel like. I feel like that should have been a safety. It's not if if everything has to be in the end zone. That's it's really hard to get a safety. Whatever, it didn't matter because <laughs> they got the ball back. They yeah. marched down the field and Fat Bullock, as he's referred to in my house, the field goal kicker. <laughs> he used to be the field goal kicker for the Bengals. Yeah. And, you know, my daughter is obsessed with the Bengals for some stupid reason. Yeah. He gets he gets cut by the Bengals, winds up on the on the Titans, uh, and Randy Fat. Bullock. <laughs> really creative. <laughs> Kicks a 35-yard game winner in overtime. Yeah. Uh, so good for him. Good for him. Uh, Chiefs-Ravens. We are getting there, people. Chiefs-Ravens. What God. was the final score of this game? I'm so... I wish I would have stayed up to watch this game. I watched it this morning. What was the final score? Or I don't yesterday. have it written down. It was... Uh, it was only a one-point fucking game. I, I forgot to write down the score. Who picked it? You picked. It was thirty six to thirty five. No, I think I picked. Yeah, I picked. We yeah. both we both thought it was gonna be. It was thirty six to thirty five. Ravens won. They did. Uh, um, didn't Lamar Jackson stiffy the shit out of somebody? Yeah, I'm surprised I haven't seen that like the pop up because I watched it. I was where was I? I was. Oh, I, I guess I was home because sometimes I watch Amongst Swedes and I go. Ooh! And they get freaked out <laughs> like on the subway and shit. Oh, it's football, football. But uh, he stiff armed somebody. I got juiced up off of that because he's so small. Uh, oh, slim, I should say. He, but he was look kicking ass, man. He put obviously he put on the cape. Yeah. Uh, I still contend that this is not how you want him to play all season. But in this particular game, I really don't think you have a choice because if you're going to beat the Chiefs, 
you need a special performance from your best player, and that's exactly what they got. But they stepped up all around. Yeah. Like, that team is a physical, like, in the trenches, that team might be the best in the trenches. Yeah. Like, they're, uh, I know they gave up 35 points, but, uh, and then one of them was a pick six, right? Didn't he throw a pick six? Yes, but one of the things about that is that I think the mistakes that you, I think it's better to make mistakes early than late. And they did. And he, they made all, a lot of their mistakes, they got out of the way early. I think it was like on their first possession of the game, they threw a pick six. And then, uh, then they, but they they matched it every time. They were like, all right, all right, we score. They were like behind on the scoring, but they were still staying in it, uh, staying within two scores. And uh, that that line once they started rolling, it's like they were playing downhill. Well, not only that, but they also did a really smart thing on defense, where they essentially eliminated Tyreek Hill from the game. Yes, they did. Uh, and Kelsey had ooh, they Kelsey might have had the play of the weekend. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. And I think that when you play a team like the Chiefs, you, you okay. So your three main threats are Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and Tyreek Hill. Yeah. And if you're going into that as a defensive coordinator, you're looking at it going, okay, you can't stop all three of them. No. That's stupid. Right, you're right. never going to be able That's to. That's how Belichick looks if at If you try to spread yourself out too thin to stop all three of them, you're yeah, going to get burned. Yeah. So let's just stop one. Yeah. Let's take away their their deep threat. Yeah, and that's exactly what they did. They held Tyreek Hill. He only had four targets Damn. for 14 yards all day. Uh, very, but very. Mahomes still was. He uh, spread it around. Absolutely, he was forced to spread it around. Yeah. But it it, it made, you know, one of yeah. their big threats. It basically took it out of the game. Kelsey still had a big game, but it gave him a chance to win this game. Uh, all of Mahomes' mistakes came really late. Uh, two minutes to go in the third. Instead of taking a sack, he threw up a duck. I mean, that was yeah. just a bad. Yeah. That was like a Jameis Winston type <laughs> shit. <laughs> Where it was like, you have to be, you know, this to me, sort of without realizing it at the time, it felt like the beginning of the end because the Ravens defense, you know, you know, they force the punt. Lamar comes in and, and just eats the clock on this long yeah. drive. They I get, still felt like they gave, they left too much time. Yeah. And, uh, uh, I've seen the, the formation that they do when they have like three backs and Lamar in the backfield. Mm. That's scary. <laughs> yeah, it's like we're gonna run. One of us is gonna score, and then I I had my son watch, and I I, I was like, he's gonna score a touchdown right here. He's like, which one? I was like, number eight is gonna score a touchdown right here. Mm. And then he did all the fakes, and then went out. He was like alone. By the time he went ran out there, he's alone on the yeah. right side, and it's like everyone's obviously talking about this touchdown by Lamar, where he does like a the flip. Yeah, that's the one where he does the cartwheel. Now I will say that the photograph is is far more impressive than the actual video. Yeah, the the flip is pretty. Yeah, the flip is kind of. It's a busted ass flip. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he was uh, somebody was shooting at his feet. Yeah, exactly. He was dodging he was bullets. Like, ah. <laughs> uh, but it looks cool in a still image. Yeah. Uh, but what, it, what are people saying about it? But I couldn't help but wonder. People were like, "Oh my god, he's amazing." But what? I thought they were saying uh, he should get taunting or something. Oh, okay. Well, that's what I was sort of curious about. Like what. What separates that from Tyreek Hill doing a backflip exactly in the end zone? Like what? And what, everybody seems like when I'm they not play saying the Chiefs, I want him to get called for it. Yeah. I'm just no, saying I'm that saying I think yeah. it's fucking dumb. And and they're not they're not consistent with this shit. No, a lot of the players were complaining about this. Um, you know, saying that the refs are not really they're just they're not being 
they're not able to explain what they're doing. They're just saying taunting, taunting, taunting. Sorry, yeah. you're black. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's, he, what's he say? Keep, keep quiet, you uppity negro. <laughs> yeah, uppity, ne- you uppity negroed. <laughs> All right, uh, let's let's whip through these last ones. Uh, well, the oh, this la- last game. Last game. Uh, you picked the Packers to beat the Lions, and of course <laughs> they did on Monday the night. The Lions they came out frisky, man. Monday night football. Uh, they did, and they thirty five to seventeen. Thirty five to seventeen, but this game was pretty close until the third quarter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The pack. The Lions. <laughs> The Lions were like, uh, but they are who we thought they were. <laughs> they, they went back into their shit, but exactly. I mean, this was on a chain, a big ass chain. <laughs> <laughs> this was a this was a classic get right game, yeah, for the uh, Packers. But I will say this: uh, I'm a little worried about your defense, Packers. Yeah, um, I would be. Yeah, I'm a little worried about the Packers' defense. Um, I'm worried about the Lions in general, and golf is just—I'd be very frustrated. Yeah, it's more—it's frustrating that he flashes really good play, and then he flashes. Well, this was just another example of like, you know, why Sean McVay probably had the best weekend of anyone in the NFL. You know, he was calling people. See, see, I told you, I told you. Yeah. National television, the because only game one. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's why he swapped Stafford for for Goff because he's like this guy. He doesn't have it. He he has something, but he doesn't have it. Uh, <laughs> he has, uh, you know, a uh, for throwing the ball to the wrong team. I mean, again, it's too early to tell if yeah. the Packers are back. Uh, it, the, I think they'll win that division. I think they could. Who's gonna win it? Uh, yeah, exactly. That's a good question. They got Vikings who are like that's more up in the air. Yeah. They're all one and one, right? The Bears are are the Bears two and oh? No. Yeah, they are. Are they two and oh or one and one? Bears. Bears are somewhere in here. Where the fuck are they? Bears are one and one. Who did lose to in the first okay. So Bears one and one, Packers one and one, Vikings yeah, I think zero and two. Right. They're gonna win. Lions zero and two. Packers will pull that out. Yeah, they'll win the division. I'm just not sure how they're gonna survive. But whatever, maybe they're just getting warmed up. You know what I mean? The Bucks look like shit in the first couple of weeks of the season last year. They went on to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, and the Packers so. are gonna do that this year. That was who I picked <laughs> to win the Super Bowl. All right. Well, let's let's check this. Uh, who's your uh, you the real MVP. Oh of, yeah, right. Uh, of, of this week, real MVP. Uh, honestly, I gotta go with Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. I mean, that performance, finally beating the Chiefs, putting the team on his back, making the crucial throws and the crucial. We didn't even talk about the jump pass. That oh threw my the, god! I mean, oh my god! I'm, <laughs> the, the, oh, <laughs> that was crazy. I was like, he left his feet. Yeah, the jump pass. I mean, that was like. <laughs> That made me want to break through a motherfucker. <laughs> Run through a motherfucker face. Uh, yeah, it, it was clearly the most badass performance of the week. No comparison. I, I gotta, I gotta agree with that. Mm. I gotta agree with that. And uh, we have, I have like some, like Roger, the way Rogers drops the ball in there, and uh, and uh, Russell Wilson drops the ball. I just can't look away the way they throw the ball. Mm-hmm. I, I love it. I love it. Throwing rainbows. And then uh, Brady, it's got to be an honorable mention too, man. Mm. 
Uh, and not just because he's 44 years old. Like five touchdowns. Five touchdowns. And he touchdowns. was just like firing on like. Pop, I mean, they pop, were pop, playing pop. a high school football team. So. <laughs> so I got to give I got to agree. My MVP is also Lamar. Uh, and and for our other one. Who's you this? are trash. Trash of the week. Who we got? For me, this is a toss up between the real Jameis Winston showing up mm. uh, and having to face the fact that the Falcons' new head coach, Arthur Smith, might actually just be a bad coach. Mm. I'm afraid he might just be a bad coach. Like, he's was, just uh, not ready. Was Eric Bien-Ami on? Uh, no, he didn't interview with it for any jobs, right? <laughs> he, I mean, because he seems like a good coach. It's a bad interview. You know, I don't know bad. why you would... <laughs> That's so annoying. I, if, it could be the problem that he might actually be an uppity Negro. <laughs> I mean that's that. What if? What if? You know that what? counts against you in Atlanta. What if? Because uh, when we were doing all the coach research, mm-hmm. I was saying uh, I can't remember which coach. There was somebody from the Andy Reid tree, right? I think it was. Uh, I don't remember. It was somebody from the Andy Reid tree that worked his way up on Andy Reid's staff and mm-hmm. then got hired. Uh, and uh, Andy Reid. No, it was. I forget. But. What if Andy Reid is like they're calling to see, hey, what do you think about Eric Bieniemy? And he's like, ah, he won't make a good coach just so he could keep him on the staff. Maybe. Just saying. I don't know. Just saying. I'm I'm a little afraid that Arthur Smith might be a bad coach. I'm gonna have to go with what I think is the obvious trash of the week. Uh, I want to tell this uh, trash personnel group, the Miami Dolphins offensive line. You are trash. That's nice. the trash of the week. They almost got. Uh, Tua killed. Uh, uh, there was a hit out on Brissett that almost went, went through. <laughs> they were going to be down to having fucking uh, <laughs> Lee Bowden, Bowden or something. I don't know, man. They were trash. It looked like from the first snap that this is not going to be good. There was no chance for the team. And then uh, drop passes when they did get away. It felt like watching the Super Bowl again where like quarterbacks are running for their life and then finally throw the ball and then uh, they get dropped. So... I gotta blame that offensive line. In Miami is the trashiest part of the NFL this weekend, and the refs, the refs mm. and the O line of the Dolphins. Mm. Those are my two trash of the week. Nice. Uh, so refs, you are trash as well. That was actually going to be my shit got learned. Mm. Uh, the NFL's obsession with taunting is ruining football. Yeah, it is ruining it, and this was the first week. I think. La- I think in week one, we just it, there was only one taunting call oh. that people pointed to but this week there were there were swaying games there were multiple ridiculous taunting calls that changed the out the changed the course of of more than one game uh i think it's fucking stupid and i think everybody is weighing in all of the announcers think it's dumb mm-hmm. everybody that you could i mean there's like a it's like a twitter you know sort of rage fest at the moment uh, it's interesting because the first week they weren't as. It's almost like they went back, regrouped, and were like, "Hey guys, we saw some stuff. Maybe this is that should have gotten called." No, no, I think. The, oh, I see, I see, I, I see, think I after see. week oh, one, okay, okay, after week one, it wasn't that many, and then they were like, "You know, guys, you missed a few. Check this out. You know, they they meet we up. We said and, point of emphasis, bro. Uh, let's emphasize it a little <laughs> more. And now they're doing this, and it's like, <sighs> I think it's terrible. I think there's a lot of uh, heat. They were Coming going at the them. other way, too. They were going the other way. Yeah, and I think um, I'd be interested to see how they react for week three if they pull back. Uh, it's just fucking dumb, dude. 
Yeah. They got to pull that shit out. It's hard enough, you know, that it's like basically impossible to sack the quarterback now. Right. And now you want to throw this in there? Yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> when you, you get a rough in the passer and because you thought you had a sack, <laughs> you do a sack But dance. I just don't understand. Like, they're putting so much uh, emphasis on the idea that you're doing it either in or near the face of the person that you've just made a big play. Like, what's the – like, my kids were asking me, like, they saw – we were watching the highlights of the t- the Titans game, and there was a sack – and the guy basically walks over the quarterback after sacking him mm. and then, you know, does this, you know, Superman, like Superman yeah. thing. And it's like, how is that not taunting? How, you know, if Tyreek, again, if Tyreek Hill, if you don't want him to do backflips into the end zone because yeah. you think that's taunting, then how is Lamar Jackson doing this shitty handstand into the end zone any different? Uh, it's like, like what the, are you guys well, doing? If you do a cartwheel, it has to be awkward and unorthodox. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did a bad cartwheel. <laughs> So that's so not really not taunting. He's also Had he nailed the landing, definitely. If they would have called been. that, if they would have called that, I think that would have been the end of this shit. Can you imagine? This is one of the faces of the NFL, and you called him for that cartwheel. This is the emphasis you guys are doing. Everybody would have bombed them. You're absolutely correct. I can't wait till uh, Patrick Mahomes flexes after a touchdown or gets in somebody's face. Are you going to call Patrick Mahomes for this taunt? There was also another touchdown. By someone, and he was like, "Yeah, he's waving." He right? was waving at the crowd or something. Yeah, and I it's like, that. okay, to me, that's more taunting. I agree. It's more taunting than. But it's just dumb that they've decided that yeah. this one kind let's of focus taunting, on this. Let's focus on that one kind of. You taunting. know what? This comes from them last year. I think they're on their high horse after solving racism last year. Oh yeah. So they got to do something else big. Mm. Look, we allowed you uppity Negroes to have a voice for a whole season, and now it's time exactly. to shut the fuck up. Shut the up. fuck up. Get in your place. Play football. Play football and take... You're all millionaires, like the, as if they're all millionaires, too. That's another yeah. narrative that's annoying the shit out of me. It's funny to see who comments on that shit, too, man. These, it's all old white men. They're like, this is good. This is good. Yeah, because all they right. never taunted back in the 70s. <laughs> I know, right? Right. Never. We'll stick them on their gloves. Yeah. I mean, shit. All right. We'll do scariest teams and then we'll get out of here. Scariest teams. You do. You got NFC, right? Uh, NFC, I uh, guess I got to say the Bucks. Nine. What is this thing they said during the game? Nine straight wins the Bucks have while scoring 30 points or more. A new NFL record previously held by the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Fucking Tom Brady. Mm, starting a little. That's the debate now. Is he the? Uh, yeah, okay. I, I got, think I'm about to agree with the Bucks. Uh, AFC. Who's it's tougher. It's tougher. I agree. It is tough. I think Bucks are a little like head and shoulders above, or like at least heads above the rest. Mm. Um, AFC. I might have to say the Chiefs. Still, I don't want to be all. Obvious, but or I can't say Buffalo. They did beat the shit out of the Dolphins, but I don't think they put a complete game together yet. I want to say the Ravens, but I just feel like I'm not ready to say that. No, yet. I'm not ready. And these injuries, it's going to catch up. I, I feel like this. The yeah. Um, Let's not forget the Rams. They're biting at the heels of the uh, of the Bucks. I think the Rams might be. Yeah, they're up there with the Bucks too. I agree. Raiders yeah. are fun. But you're still waiting for them to drop off a cliff. Yeah, they're not scariest. No. It's early to say it, but the scariest, I'd say, is 
Chiefs and Bucks. Damn, that's the Super Bowl teams for last year. Normally, one of them falls off by now, right? Mm-hmm. Like one of them, you start to get concerned, but they they're ready to get back to the big dance, baby. Let's go. All right. Well, uh, thanks for checking this episode out. Week two is in the books. We'll be back with a preview for week three later in the week. Uh, thanks for checking out this episode of SvenFL. Um, if you want to be a Patreon subscriber and support us, then it's patreon.com slash SvenFL and, uh, to support us and get more content and stuff, if you're, especially if you're a gambler. Get some tips. We're making everybody rich over there. Mm-hmm. And we're not. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So thanks again It's Jonathan Rollins Skip me Sarah And we'll see you in the future mm. Peace Later y'all Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.